All right. On the other side of the break, Governor Bill Lee is going to deliver his sixth state of the state address to the General Assembly. But before that, one of our own state senators, London Lamar, gave a pre-buttle to his state of the state address. We'll have that on the other side. Don't go away. Big shout out to all of our new listeners. Of course, we say this tagline often, and it is true. The city of Memphis turns to KWAM in chaos, and we saw that on Saturday where people were jumping online. I was doing it myself, even though I knew what was happening on the I-240 bridge because I was standing on it with these illegal protesters that were breaking the law. They knew they were doing that. But I went to TDOT and I was like, are they pushing out any information? I went to the Memphis Police Department. There was nothing. People stuck in traffic, unable to go from point A to point B. They had no idea what was that. So people naturally started scanning the airwaves. In the case of one woman named Julie who phoned into our Saturday live broadcast of breaking news when all of this unfolded, I guess she went to her chat GPT AI. Maybe she asked Alexis, but it brought up KWAM and she heard Todd. She heard Earl Farrell. She heard myself. And this is what that sounded like. Cut 11. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know why. I thought it was an accident, you know, and I'm like tweeting at R dot tweeting at T dot. Like, I know I'm not supposed to do that when I'm in the car, but when you're parked, what are you going to do? <laughs> and, um, true. Good boy. So, I've been, you know, my kids are all out of the nest, so I'm trying to learn to use AI. So um, I asked the Bing chatbot to help me find a news radio, right? <laughs> I don't listen to AM radio. What the hell? Um, so I'm so glad I found you guys because I was freaking out. I was like, what is happening? Wow. Dylan, did you know that ChatGPT and asking the AI bot would lead you to AM radio? I had no idea. My goodness. I'm about to look it up to see if I can find it. Well, I am encouraged to hear that because at the end of her conversation she had with Todd, I mean, this woman is in absolute panic. She can't take her mom from point A to point B. Her mom was in her 70s, I believe. No idea because TDOT releasing no information. Memphis Police Department, no information. Fortunately, we were the only radio and television station that were taking these reports live in the city. We heard that multiple times. People scanning the TV, they're like looking for one of their loose, no, local news stations, excuse me, to cover the story. No one was covering it until hours after the fact. That's not helpful. <laughs> that is why radio and doing what we do every single day is so important. So... Very, very thankful to have more listeners joining our force every single morning. All right. As promised, I am going to play you the pre-buttle. Typically, it's like a post-buttle to the state of the state address. That coming from London Lamar, a radical leftist in the city. But first, I wanted to read a couple of your headlines and your comments. Excuse me this morning. Tim writing this. Will the mayor be asked specifically about his response to Saturday? Will he take responsibility for the ensuing problems created by his failure to deal with that event as it unfolded? Well, I don't expect to see much from Mayor Paul Young. I'll read what they sent over to KWAM. He said, I would like to thank MPD, Tennessee Highway Patrol, Shelby County Sheriff's Office, and our Arkansas law enforcement partners for responding together to ensure a peaceful and quick resolution to restore traffic flow goes on to say my concern is for the safety of our residents the danger of protesting on any active street or bridge is real 
He leaves out that it is legal, but then goes on to say he supports peaceful protests in safe spaces. Well, Paul Young, they were not in a safe space. They were literally on one of the busiest interstates in all of America blocking it. That is not a peaceful protest. That is an illegal protest. Where are the consequences? The reason our mayor cannot actually enforce the law against his activists in town is because he's in the pocket of many of them. That's just the sad reality. Lynn says, did they have a permit? That's a great question, Lynn. I appreciate you asking it. And if so, who gave it to them? They didn't have a permit. But we do know, if you look at our live Facebook video this morning, that this was floating around social media for a whole week that said, we are going to shut it down for Gaza. So why didn't they know it? Was there a, a breach in intelligence? You would think something that was being shared so much across social media, they would have flagged that. Janine writes this. They don't care that people's lives could have been in danger trying to get to the hospitals downtown. They didn't care about anyone or anything except supporting a group of terrorists. Well said. All right. We'll read more of those in one moment. Here is London Lamar. Senator London Lamar. Senator London Lamar, chairwoman of the Senate Democrats. On Monday, Governor Bill Lee is giving his sixth State of the State address. And of course, we can expect him to paint a rosy picture of where things stand in Tennessee while looking past all the challenges we're facing when it comes to working families. And once again, Tennesseans are going to be told they should support a scam that defunds our neighborhood schools to subsidize private school tuition for wealthy families. And finally, he's going to tell you that giant corporations deserve another huge tax break while we, Everyday Tennesseans are paying a higher tax rate than their CEOs. So, before you hear the governor's pitch, I want you to hear some real talk from me. Every single challenge facing our families can literally be linked to decisions made by Governor Lee and the Republican Party in this state. And instead of working on these issues holding us back, Republicans have used their power to seize wealth for campaign contributors and made cuts that hurt working people. They've wasted years of our time and our tax dollars in pursuit of a trickle-down agenda that serves billionaires and big corporations while literally undermining our personal prosperity, our safety, and our freedom. But it doesn't have to be this way. It's time to end this race to the bottom and start focusing on an agenda that actually prioritizes the freedom for working families. Tennessee Democrats envision a way forward where hard work, opportunity, and justice are a reality for every family, not just the wealthy few. We want a state where working families, small business owners, and family farmers have a level playing field with giant corporations. And every family gets the tools that they need to build a good life. That's how we grow the economy, from the middle out to the bottom up, not the top down. We're fighting to raise income and lower the cost for everyday Tennesseans, so families don't have to choose between paying for rent, groceries, or childcare. We're bringing solutions that increase housing affordability, expands paid family leave, shrink childcare deserts, and invest in train lines. And we want working families to get a tax cut that they can actually feel by ending Tennessee's grocery tax forever. All right. That is the Democrats response to Governor's Bill Lee's state of the state address that he'll give later today. I would just ask them, look at one issue the Democrats have handled 
and look no further than Shelby County. Education, worst education in the state of Tennessee. Crime off the charts. That's not the fault of Republicans. That's the fault of progressives that have destroyed this city for the last 60 years. So, ma'am, with all due respect, sit down. And welcome More on the other side. Don't go the away. second hour of the morning show on this beautiful, beautiful Monday morning. And we could use it after what? Saturday night, the rain started falling and didn't stop until last night. I'm like, man, we are flooding out right now across the city of Memphis. Well, the good news is that today will be sunny, sunny all day long. Highs in the upper 50s. This coming in this hour, Senator Brent Taylor now calling for the Tennessee Bureau of Investigation to launch a probe into the weekend commandeering of the Hernando de Soto Bridge over the Mississippi River. Of course, that being on I-240, because we know that the event had been planned. That's the kicker, right? This just didn't come out of thin air. This was planned, and they knew it was illegal. Hence the audio we played in the last hour where they were giving courses on what to do if, in fact, you are arrested. Well, here to break down the story is someone who's very involved with such legislation, my friend Luke Symbol. Luke, thank you for joining this morning. A lot of news over the weekend. A lot of news, and, and I have to say, KWAM did a fantastic job covering this story. I, I joked with um, station owner Todd Starnes that I think God's favor must be on this station to have you running by to see the beginning. You were the only one there for the entire period, right from the very beginning, because you happened to be running by uh, to Todd jumping on the control booth here and uh, going live. Y'all were the only ones live, I think, in local news, and you did a fantastic job covering the story. Well, that is very kind of you to say. Maybe it was God's smile on our life, but at the end of the day, it was chaotic. A lot of people had no idea. I mean, think how backed up that traffic was. They're not involved in news. They're just trying to get to downtown. They're trying to get over into Arkansas, and yet they are stuck in traffic for over two hours. Now, Dylan, we were telling the listeners that we had a new caller call in Saturday during the live broadcast. Todd had jumped in studio. Here's what she had to say about no information getting out from the Memphis Police Department or the Tennessee Department of Transportation. Take a listen to this in cut number um, cut number 11, please. Like, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know why. I thought it was an accident, you know? And I'm, like, tweeting at dot, tweeting at dot. Like, I know I'm not supposed to do that when I'm in the car, but when you're parked, what are you going to do? <laughs> and um, True. Good boy. So I've been, you know, my kids are all out of the nest, so I'm trying to learn to use AI. So um, I asked the Bing chatbot to help me find a news radio, right? <laughs> I don't listen to AM radio. What the hell? Um, so I'm so glad I found you guys because I was freaking out. I was like, what is happening? A lot of people just wondering what is happening. Unfortunately, we were able to be in a place to relay that information to the public. But State Senator Brent Taylor, speaking of, I want to get your reaction to this. He called into that live broadcast, and here's exactly what he had to say. Cut 16. And it should be a felony because there are people in uh, eastern Arkansas who depend on our hospitals and uh, for you know their medical needs. And it, imagine somebody stuck in traffic uh, that is trying to get across the bridge and trying to get to the hospital uh, and can't do so because uh, the people from the loony wing of the Democrat Party are blocking the, the interstate. And it just has we have to put a stop to this. And, uh, and and I have already filed a bill uh, that will actually make this a felony. 
And you know, you had mentioned that there's been some type of negotiation with the the uh, would be uh, protesters or the protesters. I tell you, the only negotiations that should occur is which police car they want to be put in the back seat of. Uh, there's no sense in negotiating with these people. They shouldn't be blocking the bridge. If they want to protest, I'm all for them protesting, but they need to do so in a legal way that doesn't impact people who are simply trying to go about their daily lives. Luke, that legislation needed more now than ever. That's right. He filed that uh, last week in the General Assembly that would make shutting down roadways like this a felony. It is dangerous. Uh, it is unacceptable. Um, it also creates a private civil right of action. So if you are harmed, let's say you're trying to get to the hospital, you are blocked by protesters and you suffer harm. You can then sue the protesters um, for damages for those actions. And here's something that's really important. The fact that there were no arrests is unacceptable. Senator Taylor had to call Colonel Perry with a THP to alert him as to what was going on. They had to send reinforcements. MPD was on the scene. Um, you know, the protesters didn't want to go onto the Arkansas side because they knew the Arkansas State Police would arrest them right under Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Why didn't we arrest? And this morning, Senator Taylor released a letter asking the TBI to investigate who was responsible for this protest why no arrests were made and to then refer who was responsible to the appropriate authority so that they can be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. This lawlessness in Memphis is unacceptable and to have no arrests for this protest yeah. contributes to that feeling of lawlessness. Um, that full letter is on our website, kwamradio.com, kwamradio.com. You can read it for yourself. Here with more reaction, station owner Todd Starnes joining the conversation. That is the question, Todd. Our listeners have been asking all morning long, who made that decision to not press any charges? I think that's a fair question, and uh, Ben, just some breaking news as well for all of the motorists coming in and relying on KWAM for that uh, traffic news. Uh, again, this is a major situation at I-40 where the uh, all lanes have been blocked, and this is I-40 at the 240 flyover. So uh, if you are trying to get into the city, uh, East Memphis or downtown, you need to find another way to get to work. Uh, it is an absolute mess out there. But again, Ben, I, I think the question is is one that has to be addressed. I'm so glad to hear that Senator Taylor is calling for an investigation. Uh, the response coming out of City Hall was, was quite frankly, weak. And uh, I know that uh, the mayor has only been on the job for a little over a month now. Uh, but this is really unacceptable. Uh, there needs to be a very strong message sent that we are not going to tolerate lawlessness in this city. And I think, Ben, that's the problem is that now every every random Joe could go out there and block the bridge knowing that there is no consequence for doing something like that. It's a great it's a great point, Todd, you raise. And quite a few of our KWAM listeners posed the question, and it was a provocative one. What if those were Republicans that decided that they were going to commandeer the I-240 bridge and shut down commerce? I think we would be talking about a very different story. Speaking of leadership by the city, by the police department, we had a driver that was stuck in that mayhem. Call in to you, actually. This was on Saturday. You jumped behind the board. We're answering phone calls while hosting this live broadcast. And here's what he had to say. Cut 13. I just feel it's a shame that we got 
we got such a small group that's doing the you know telling the majority what the hell to do. So please, you know, something's got to be done. And if the new police chief can't do this or the interim police chief, then we need to find somebody else. Todd, why haven't we heard from the police chief? Why wasn't she out there? That's the question. Yes, and, and let me explain. And, and and this is important for people. And I think this is one of the reasons why people just you know rushed over to KWAM over the weekend. Uh, they realize that the media in this town is not getting the story, or they don't want you to know the story. The fact that the Daily Memphian shut down all of the comments. They literally, and we have the screenshots, so they can't get away with saying, "Oh, fake news." We've got the screenshots. They disabled comments on their website. They limited the people who could complain about it uh, on um, on social media, just like Novel Memphis did, literally deleting comments of people complaining because they canceled or you know, they refused to, to host our book event. Uh, so this is it's pretty nefarious what uh, you know what the, the media yeah. is doing here, um, and it's just unacceptable. And that was what I found so revealing about their coverage is every one of their MOS. That's what you would deem in the media as man on the street. In this case, it was thousands of motorists. They didn't interview those people. They wanted to interview the pro-Hamas protesters. And this is what it sounded. Look no further than WREG's package, Cut 19. So how long do you plan to stay out here on the bridge? Until Steve Cohen's co-sponsors for a ceasefire. Until this genocide stops. Until our tax money is no longer funding what is going on in Palestine. That's what it takes. That's what it takes. I'm willing to pave the road for more people to speak out on this. No one going, you can't That's a risk you're willing I'm to willing take. to take that risk. 30,000 civilians are killed, killed or murdered. Half of them are children. All of them murdered by um, weapons America has sent. They did not want all this like action to happen. They should have listened to us the first time. You know, you're here to represent us. You're here to represent your people of America. And we're saying to stop funding this genocide. We're stop using our tax money that we have to pay for this genocide. So, Luke, I guess the message coming from these pro-Hamas activists is that if Steve Cohen doesn't himself jump on a plane, go over to Gaza and end this, <laughs> the, the warfare, they will do this again. I mean, how misinformed are these people? And, and you know what's another interesting point? She, this protester says, we are ready to be arrested. They wanted to be arrested. Why weren't they arrested? Right? They were ready. Todd, you want to take a stab at that question? Well, it, it, look, it's a great point, and I love how this senator framed this because you've got six pro-lifers who are actually lawfully praying outside of an abortion clinic north of Nashville. They now face 10 years in federal prison for doing that. So I, I suspect the reason why is because these were supporters of Mayor Young. Um, we need to know, and maybe the TBI investigation will determine the answer to this question, we need to know who gave the order not to arrest those lawbreakers. I believe that if it had been up to the rank and file officers, uh, those folks would have been uh, taken right off that bridge. But the moment, guys, that the arrest should have happened is as soon as they marched away from City Hall and stepped onto the street, that is a crime in the city of Memphis. They did not have any permits. It was a crime to block those streets. That's when they should have been arrested. But instead... Uh, this city has turned a blind eye to this nonsense. They've done it in the past. And as a, as a, now as a result of that, thank God, nobody lost their lives. 
But uh, it was a very dangerous situation with at least two two people dealing with medical emergencies that could not get to where they needed to go. Todd referring to the rank and file, if they were allowed, if they were not told to negotiate and actually arrest, do their job, this is maybe what it would have sounded like. Because these were the orders, as I heard, to these protesters. Cut 18. I'll give you the last word, Luke. And you know, Todd and Ben, what I find so interesting is that while these protests were happening, Mayor Young updated his Facebook profile picture in Facebook cover photo, and you knew that he saw what was happening, and yet he refused to put out a statement and was silent while this dangerous situation occurred. Mm. All right. Going to leave it there because we're coming up on the break. Todd, Luke, thank you for dropping by as we continue our coverage. More on the other side, but want to hear from you guys what should happen to these protesters who, yes, they've been told they will not be arrested, but what should happen to prevent this from ever happening again? Would love to.